You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. 0614-104-107, your ex at Aldrin Sampia, and our studio line is 086-000-2032. The National Lotteries Commission has been through a difficult year, particularly after the corruption scandal surrounding the ground beneficiaries, which uh, triggered investigations leading to the resignation of some board members. Given the challenges faced by the commission this year, our next guest will provide insights into the proactive steps taken towards rebuilding trust ahead of the 25th um, anniversary in 2024. We are now joined by Jody Scholz, who's a commissioner of the National Lotteries Commission. Jody, good evening. Thank you so much for making time for us. Good evening, Alton, and good evening to your listeners. How would you how would you describe the and I don't know if um, if the NLC has done any investigation looking into the reputation of a brand NLC and the impact um, that all of these scandals surrounding brand NLC may have had on the brand itself, including the investigation against its former board chairperson. What what we've done is we've you know we've we've done a diagnostic internally just to determine how what is the actual state of play. I think looking at the actual reputation of the the NLC, just judging by you know the people that I've approached or that the teams have approached to say would you be able would you be interested in partnering with the NLC? People have said no. Uh, have had quite a few discussions with the banks where they've raised concerns, and so we've had to deal with all of these. Um, issues from reputation, but also from an operational point of view, and put that into various programs of work. So it's been a it's been a tough road. It's it's been a tough road. Um, but are you able to pinpoint even through your diagnostic um, uh, report or investigation at least around where things really went wrong? Because the NLC is quite big on integrity and honesty, and that's that's something that it also speaks to when um, you have applicants that come and apply um, to get uh, to get some of the money and funding from the NLC. Yes, definitely. What we've been able to do in the NLC is to re-establish our internal audit and especially our forensic uh, investigation capability. The board has approved a new structure. We've been able to uh, bring in some really great individuals to uh, fill those roles. And so we also have the SIU. They are doing work around the grant funding space, you know, in terms of the, the presidential proclamation. And so out of all of these various forensic reports, and the DTIC has also commissioned some reports previously, we are able to identify that the actual grant funding uh, process is, is a challenge. What we've needed to do is to go back to basics, look at business processes, understand where the controls lapsed, and what needed to be done to fix it. Our systems currently are still manual. We have gone out uh, to a... Um, uh, to 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 the market, uh, you know, we've been able to collaborate with CIPC just to help us review our system design. We've had a proof of concept, and so we are wanting to bring in somebody who can assist us to build a new functional uh, system that can en- enable um, processes to be automated quicker. And so, yes, that's that's currently where we are. If we look at um, the Auditor General's report um, and the audits that have been done by the Auditor General, um, and we look as far back as 2018, for instance, when the qualified audit was received, do you think that at that particular time, um, the red flags were there and perhaps maybe there should have been an intervention back then already because uh, before then uh, the NLC had consecutive years of clean audits? 
So the AG, it's not a forensic audit, it's a compliance audit. Yep. But yes, I think they are definitely, they were definite red flags. And so I think there was also just a deliberate um, attempt by the previous regime within the NLC to block anybody and everybody from accessing any kind of information. So I think it was, you know, quite difficult for the AG to even come in and get documents because I've, I've been led to believe that management would give them certain documents. They wouldn't have the freedom to go and sample on their own, for instance. But I mean, you know, you're right. That in itself should be a red flag. And going forward, some of the plans to ensure that the NLC does go back to, one, um, the clean audits, because that also speaks to the credibility, but also that the NLC doesn't find itself in a situation where you're dealing with scandals, where people are accused of stealing money that is actually meant to be benefiting organizations um, that are helping the less privileged. Absolutely. So we've got an absolute commitment to transparency. We are we needing to regain the public's trust. Many of our beneficiaries are angry and upset at us because they feel, you know, that I've also been part of misappropriating funds, unfortunately. And so we've needed to go in and, and have these very tough discussions about where we've uh, made mistakes or where corruption has happened. It's not a mistake. It's, it's been deliberate corruption. And So, for instance, what we've been able to do is relaunch our fraud um, hotline. We've been able to put together a database of of directors at NPOs and NPCs where we have confirmed fraud allegations. We're part of of the the South African Fraud Prevention Services. And so there's a a lot of initiatives that we are putting in place, um, our modernization processes, uh, the risk-based model within our grant funding processes, that we're putting in place to address all of these um, uh, areas. And I think, you know, it's uh, it's been a bit of a stop and start this year. I think we're in a better position now. Um, and, and going forward, I think we can just grow from this experience. Is there conversation that's happening at all around the criteria that is being used to actually award grants? Because um, there was some change that also happened in the NLC. I remember that there initially used to be like a longer period of the experience of an organization, NPO or NGO, that is in the field before they actually qualify for the grant. And that was changed. Um, Is there any intention at, at all to go back to the previous criteria? The the call uh, is, is largely based on, on very specific areas of focus. So, for instance, we'd focus on early childhood development centers um, and the criteria. For instance, this year, we've also included tax clearance certificates. People need to be tax compliant in order to obtain funding from the NLC. So the criteria, I think, as we become aware of issues and, you know, the indicators are would be from our forensic uh, investigations or from the SIU, we have to uh, amend and adjust that criteria. But the funding focus areas in terms of what we would um, uh, fund, that's currently also being reviewed so that we can, you know, determine whether it's actually meeting community needs or not. Uh, and then that, that would go before the board um, in, in the January meeting. Thank you so much for your time. That is Jody Skoltz, who's a commissioner at the National Lotteries Commission.